And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. All right, podcast time, baby. Head to the phones. Yo, Russell, what's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. Yo, what's up, Roz and Mocha? How you guys doing? Good. Welcome <laughs> to the podcast. How are you? Love the enthusiasm. I'm doing well. Um, what is your question for the room? All right, so my question is, what is the best fragrance of cologne? <laughs> That's a good question. That's a good question. Uh, what okay. is your okay. answer, first yes. of all, Russell? So right now, I'm wearing Aqua de Gio, and this is my go-to cologne. Yeah. 1998. Aqua oh. de Gio. Yo, don't Hold on here. Jeez, Maury. <laughs> Look hating. at what you're wearing today, Maury. Yeah. <laughs> Enough with the 1998 call. Uh-huh. Your shirt is so big, it looks like you're wearing a tarp. Aqua de, oh, man. Aqua de Gio. Hold on here. I never heard of this stuff before. Oh, if you see the oh, bottle the or the logo, you'll know. What is it? Or who makes it? Armani. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. If you see the bottle, you're going to know. I don't know. I've never seen this before in my life. Oh, really? No. Buy these things. No, I don't go. I don't even go in the in the perfume uh, aisle, man. I can't stand the smells, even though I buy it. Uh, which bottle do you have? Do you have the, the black bottle, the light-colored one? The light-colored one I have. Oh, okay, okay, okay. What's it smell like? It smells like awesomeness, man. Okay, that's great. Thanks, man. No, but like on the <laughs> bottle, it should say, or like on the box... When like you buy what, okay. it, like it says what the notes are. Okay, so well, let me, uh, when when a, when a lady smells you, what do they say it smells like? Awesomeness. Honestly, I just get compliments saying I smell good. They don't tell me what it smells like, but they say I smell good. So. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> um, okay. So, what did you? What was the first cologne that you bought? Like the first cologne that you ever wore? The first cologne I ever wore would probably be like Ralph Lauren. Ralph Lauren was your first. Come on now. <laughs> what was your first cologne, Ross? Okay, so I used to get Brute every year in my stocking. <laughs> yeah. Right? Which smelled yeah. like pickles. Yeah. Like it was yeah, yeah, weird, yeah. right? Brute, uh-huh. Brute. Uh, That's and, so 80s. Yeah, oh, my God. Almost <laughs> 70s. Like this was okay. like I was young. Uh, and then after that, I think that I gravitated towards. So I used to, I used to date this girl named Lisa, mm-hmm. right? And... I was in love with this girl. She was dynamite. And I was in like first first years of high school kind of thing. Like just at a junior high, first years of high school. And, uh, and you know, I was a young, young man and guys smell, yeah. right? You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like boys, Terrible. boys just smell. And, and I would always be riding around my bike and then I'd go to her house. We'd kiss a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And do all this stuff. And I would always smell. And so I would go in the bathroom and <laughs> this is so gross, but I would use her dad's deodorant. <laughs> oh <my laughs> okay. So, yeah. so when I got to the house, I would go into the bathroom and use her dad's deodorant. And like a speed stick? No, it was, he had, okay, so his deodorant was uh, English leather. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Oh, man. Another old <laughs> Okay. Okay. So then I, I got real attached to English leather. And the yeah. weird thing was, is she never once said, oh, my God, you smell like my dad. She would always say, oh, you smell good. Wow. Right? Yeah, it was a weird thing. So then I got really attached to English leather. And then yeah. so instead of the, the next Christmas, uh, when I would ask my mom uh, to get me Brute, I would ask her to get me English leather. And it came in like a glass bottle instead of the plastic bottle that Brute came in. Um, yeah. So, so those are my first two, Brute and English leather. And then I, and then I stopped wearing cologne for a lot of years. And then I think that when I went back into cologne, the one that sort of got me back was somebody had sent me a sample of, I think it's called Angel. Is that what it is? Terry Mugler or Terry Mungler? That stuff is. Uh, so I wore that for a long time because ladies seem to really like that smell. Uh-huh. And and now I wear um, Tom Ford uh, vanilla tobacco. Ooh, nice. 
that one. That's really my history of colognes. What was your first cologne, Mocha? So I got my cologne from my dad. Okay. Right? I used to steal his bottles. Yes. And it was um, Aramis. Air- oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. And then once I got into my own colognes, yeah. I did uh, Tommy Hilfiger. Okay. I did Polo Blue. Polo Blue was like my choice for like years. Okay. I had the cologne and the aftershave. Um, and then what did I do after that? Then I had a what, couple what, of um, like Armani's. Okay. What was the big one in high school that all the guys smelled like? Because I remember when Polo hit, all the kids in my high school smelled like Polo, and then Fahrenheit hit, mm-hmm. and everybody smelled like Fahrenheit. Yeah. Right? Those are the two real big ones when I was in high school, I think. No, for me, it was just throughout all of high school, it was yeah. Tommy Hilfiger yeah. and Polo Blue. Really? Uh, Shem, yeah. what was your first cologne? Uh, oh, God. Cool water. Cool water. There we go. <laughs> Yo, awesome let me tell water. you, yeah. my boy Cliff, even now <laughs> to the day, is still a cool water guy. Is he? And yeah. he was a cool go- a cool water guy in high school. Really? Yeah, man. Yes. I'll, I'll get a four at the time, man. Ride or die. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? I used to wear cool water as well. Yep. Did, now that I think huh? about it. Yes. Yeah. And uh, now I'm uh, I'm more of uh, either Hugo Boss or Versace Blue. Oh. Light, light blue. Light blue. Light blue. Uh, Damn it, Moore, your first cologne. My first cologne was Milizia. Yeah. Uh, and then Nicole Miller, Blue Jeans. That is the most feminine sounding cologne I've ever heard <laughs> oh, in my life. Then you'll love this. So here's my current five, and I wear ladies perfume. Yeah. So I love La Labo, Rose 31, mm-hmm. Oribe, Cote d'Azur, Portrait of a Lady, which is what Madonna wears. Yeah. Um, Aesop, Marrakesh, which is fantastic, and Diptyque. Diptyque. I could not imagine just like... I, what does Portrait of a Lady smell like? Oh, my God. You would love this. No, I just don't say that. Just describe <laughs> it for me. It smells, like ro- it smells like rose water. No, I hate that. That's not for me. I, don't, I, I hate floral um, uh, scents. Oh, I'm no. more of a, I'm more of like a citrus, vanilla kind of, kind of thing. I can't do, I can't do florals. I can't do lavender. I can't do anything like that. Yeah. My, no, uh, my choice now is, um, Tom Ford Tuscan leather. Oh yeah. And then there's another, um, brand called persons of interest and oh. they have a couple of persons uh, or purses. No persons. Of oh, interest. I thought you said purses Person. of interest. No, 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 I'm no. like, I'm like, you're wearing purses of interest. <laughs> Maury's wearing, have, wearing the scent of a lady. <laughs> and they got a couple of nice ones today. I'm wearing, um, from them, uh, two wolves. Two it's wolves. And everyone yeah. wears Creed uh, Invictus. What everyone that? buys I've that. I've never one. had that one. I've Creed. Never... Oh, there's a guy that wears it here in the hall and it's a strong smell. Really? And huh? Yeah, it's a really nice smell too. Yeah, yeah. What was the uh And I and I recently started wearing African leather. What was the um the the cologne they made in that movie? Um that uh was oh. it Zoolander? What, oh no. no. What was no, it? No. Where she birthed it on stage? What was that cologne? Oh my god. The, the, the Grace Jones when she birthed it on uh was that Zoolander? Where Grace Jones oh, birthed no. that cologne? What movie was that? You're talking about, um, it was Eddie Murphy. Wasn't it like Boomerang? Oh or yeah, Boomerang. What movie was that? that? So Boomerang. But what was the cologne called? Not Strange, right? Yeah, Strange. Yeah. Strange. <laughs> Strange. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I always think of Strange, yeah. and I and I also think of. Uh, I also think of my old man for a, period, for a very brief period of time wore high karate. What is that? You never heard of high karate? No. Google it, man. High karate was an actual an actual cologne. Cuz you know everything in the 70s was like karate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was uh it was called high karate. And uh uh he wore that and I wore uh that's when I was wearing brute. I don't even know how you spell it. High was it H I? H A I. H A I. Yes, yeah. right. 
high karate. Oh, it's a division of Pfizer. <laughs> oh my god, what? <laughs> it came in like it lo- it came in like the like the the size of the bottle was like a king can of beer. Oh, like geez, it was a look huge bottle. Yeah. Like with a pump on it? Yeah, it was massive, man. Wow. Massive. Damn. But yeah, that's what my old man used to wear, high karate. Damn. My uh, Frank wore a Fahrenheit. Oh, the other Tom Ford yeah. one I like is um, that I have as well is a white. I think it's called white suede. Yeah, here, that turn, turn nice. my computer up for a second. Mm. Wow, what's that aftershave you're wearing? You high karate aftershave is so powerful it drives women right out of their minds. That's why we have to put instructions on self-defense in every package. High karate, the brisk splash-on aftershave that smooths and soothes and cools. High karate. Aftershave, cologne, and gift sets. Hi, karate. Be careful how you use it. <laughs> so, Smelling good and kicking ass. So yeah. So, but the thing is, is that in the in the in the the way that it was marketed was that it smells so good you're gonna have to fight off women, right? So it's like women would smell these guys and then they would be become like an insatiable and they would be all over these guys and then these guys have to karate fight women off them. Right? Hi, karate. <laughs> Actually, order body spray. Yo, Russell, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Can I just say I've been a fan for you guys for over six years now. Oh, yeah, dude, thank you so right. much. How did you discover yeah. the show? We've been on the uh, on the radio for over 13 years now. Yeah, so I first started in grade seven. My dad just had it on in his car every time he picked me up, and it yeah. was awesome. And we'd laugh. We'd always pretend you guys ask us the big question, uh-huh. and we'd always have an answer. Oh, dog. Well, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Uh, Roz, you're a smooth, cool dude, but I was born in Scarborough, so I got to go with Mocha. I like how people like try and give me like a little bit of props, but they say the one thing that hurts the most, right? You know what I mean? Like that drives me the most crazy. <laughs> Thanks, Russell. Much Jack love, ass. bro. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. You too. Later. Ish, or sorry, Lish says here, what would Roz and Mocha's ship name be? Would it be Roca or Moz? I think you have to go with Roca on that one, mm-hmm. right? It can't Doesn't be. Doesn't it Maz. have to be a, a, a combination? Yeah, yeah. Like it's like it when really people does. date, right? Like it's like Brangelina or mm. um, well, I don't know what the Olivia Wilde and uh, Harry Styles one was. Wild style? Was, no, they had one. I Did just they? don't remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember what it was. Anyway, uh, you would have to go with Roca. You can't go with Moz. Yeah, that, right. That doesn't that actually sound sounds right. Disgusting. It does. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like it's that's, that's like gross. Yeah. Too. That's that's the reason why you were off work on a Tuesday, right? Because yeah. you had to go get something treated. Yeah. What was it? Moz. Nobody wanted to jump on our ship no. at all. Uh, Stephen asks here: If Shem was gay and single, would he date David oh, Mori? Stop it. Wait, if Shem was, yeah. Enough <laughs> of this stupid question. What? I'll answer though. Shem is single, by the way. Yeah. Well, uh, listen, that game. But I'll answer. Yeah. Um. You know what? I I think I want a more aggressive type, and I feel like Maury is a little more docile. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think a, a simple aggressive? yes or no would have sufficed. Yeah. No, no. Listen, I I, th- I think He's playing I think along, Maury. This I'm is your dream along. come true. This is all you ever wanted yeah. with somebody to play no, along. I'm trying this to be. I'm trying to be a little bit more aggressive, like what he wants. Oh, oh. See? oh. See? He's playing the game. The game. Oh, I like this. Dang. See now, See? ask the question. <laughs> If uh, if Shem was gay and single, would he date Damon Mori? No, homie, no. Not <laughs> Dallas says here we all talk about red flags in a relationship, but what are some immediate green flags? Oh, good question. Uh, Shem, you're single, so you're you're into this way deeper than any of us, except for maybe Mori when Matthew's not around. Um, but, <laughs> oh, but what are some instant green flags? 
Um, okay, I'm gonna say physically, I love nice teeth. Okay. A, a nice, a nice smile. Yeah, always gets me. Bad, okay. bad teeth is a red flag, though, right? Because yes. what else are you not taking care of? Absolutely. Right. right? Okay. Um, yeah. But in terms of like personality, honestly, somebody who somebody who can laugh at themselves and doesn't take themselves too seriously. That's a that, that's a that's a that's a green flag right away for me because really, yeah. that tells me that you know you're able to you're not you're not too sensitive you can have some fun you know you're 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 easygoing that that means a lot to me so yeah. nice teeth nice smile and uh, ability to laugh at themselves yeah but you got to get in deep though before you can find out if somebody's really willing to laugh at themselves and they're not just putting stuff on for like a first date second date kind of thing which right? which is why I don't put any stock into first dates whatsoever none none, none. I, I what's none. the most you would give <sighs> honestly like okay like before before you say to yourself like yeah i'm going to give this like a real shot like how many dates would mm. I go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow! Um, if you knew that they were into going on more dates, yeah, I, well. I would, I'd probably say two. Really, oh, two yeah. dates? Yeah, I'd probably say two because huh. again, the first date is tough, right? The first date, you're nervous. You're gonna be putting on a bit of a show. Yeah. Um. So I, uh, you know, you get a bit of a mulligan for me on the first date, mm. and I and I would hope to get one as well, right? And then, but the second date, I feel like you're a little bit more prepared, or at least you think you should be. And yeah, two dates for me. But I will say this: if on the first date you were rude to like the waiter or whomever we are with, that, that there is no second date. I'm wondering if there is a middle ground now or any sort of crossover because hookup culture has changed dating for everyone. Oh, yeah. But then there's also people who are trying to date to sort of move forward with somebody. Mm -hmm. Are people still going all the way after a first date? Um, and but I don't mean hookup culture. I mean somebody who is dating, dating, legit like date, dating. legit, like legit dating, yeah. trying to find the one. Is the idea of sleeping together on the first date still a thing, or is that now considered that was just a hookup, and then you, there is no second date after that? So I don't know if this will count, but when I met my wife for the first time, yeah, we hooked up on the first. No, no, date. but what year was that though? Oh, so you're saying, yeah, that's yeah, 2011. That was way that's yeah, that's Tinder way before, stuff, way before right? all yeah. that stuff. So now, nowadays, probably not. No, you're right. But right nowadays, if you're hooking up on the first date, it's, it's because of hookup culture. You're not really looking to date somebody long term. I also think that it's but, sort of frowned upon. You know what I mean? Is to, it? Yeah. To, to some people. Not sure. to me. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hook up if you want to hook up. If, I mean, again, I get it, right? Hookup culture is one thing. Dating is another. But I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, sleeping with sleeping with somebody if the intention is to date them. I don't think there's anything wrong with that on the first but date. But I'm just wondering if you, like, if, if, if it starts to sort of go that way, that maybe you would then be accused of, oh, man, I thought you wanted something serious, and I thought you wanted to date, sure. but all you want to do is hook up. Sure, yeah. Right? I, like, I, I just, I wonder if that's in play now. I mean, it's always sort of been in play, but that we've never lived in a, at a time where, like, hookup culture and dating have been so, there's a giant divide yeah. between between those two things. Yeah, I also think, you know, particularly for women, they sort of get shamed into you know, hooking up on the first date or, or, or giving in too soon, right? Yeah. Uh, which which is tough, which is tough. But yeah, dating is dating ain't easy, man. No, my God. Easy. Dallas has another question here. Yeah. Uh, chunky or smooth peanut butter? Oh. oh. <laughs> I thought we were still talking <laughs> about dating. <laughs> <laughs> chunky. <laughs> uh, chunky all day for me. No, I've only ever, I've, I can, uh, when it comes to peanut butter, smooth. Yeah. No, no question. No question. Damn it, Maury? Absolutely smooth. Smooth. Jam? I don't like peanut butter. So Fair enough. Not, you don't like peanut me. butter? Nah, not, not really. Not almond me. butter. We've not known about mm, this. Mm, mm, no. You know, you know, I don't even particularly like peanut butter. Do you know what I do like, though? What? Salt. 
and oh. and, and that oh, is like and, salt, and and peanut butter is just all salt. Uh-huh. And so that is why, like, and I've never, I, I'll, like, I'll never sit and have like a peanut butter sandwich or anything like oh. that, um, ever, ever. But every now and then. When I was younger, if I needed that salted, I would just do a piece of white bread toast, lightly toasted, and then put a tiny little bit of peanut butter on the top of it so it melted. And then basically all you're just eating is salt. Mm. Like I love the salt hit from peanut butter. Uh, I like butter underneath my peanut butter. Oh, that's too much butter. Oh, yeah. Way too much. Way too much butter. You can't do butter and peanut butter. Butter, butter, peanut butter, and then jam. Oh, too much. Too um, much, too greasy. Shem, so you don't like peanut butter. Can you go through some of the other things that you don't like that other people, <laughs> like popular things that other people find that they like? Sure. Uh, I'm so, not a, I'm not a Nutella fan. No. Right? No. I'm don't like peanut butter as we just talked about. Yeah. Um, God, what else is there? Cilantro, you've said. Well, yeah, but I feel like that. I feel like that's you know fifty fifty that, on cilantro. But that, that's right? like a that's a that's a gene thing whether yeah. people like cilantro or not. Because some people taste soap, some people don't taste soap. Yeah, right? I definitely taste soap, and I also don't like poutine or poutine. Right, oh, can't stand damn, it. Yeah, Eminem Meat Shops has a great frozen poutine. I saw that on. I saw that you buy it, but it's already it's all done. Like the the gravy's already on there, and then you have to like reheat. What do you do? You put in the. You put it in the oven? Yeah, it says um, microwave is not recommended. Yeah, oh. you put it in the oven, but then, but you're just cooking, like you're basically making mashed potatoes at that point, <laughs> right? Have you tried it, Maury? I have, and it's really good. Is it? No yeah. way! Yeah. I don't believe you. Yeah, I, I've been at M&M's all the time now, and I'm just buying everything they have. Really? It's been away huh? for so many years. What M&M's has? Yeah, downtown. So, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Maury, Maury, found oh. a, Maury found a new M&M meat shop, so he's yeah. there all the time. Now. I used to I be had the poutine. heavy into the M&M game. Did you? Yeah. Really? Oh, I've man. never... I've, when I was a single yeah. guy, yeah. right, when I was living in Kitchener, my you opened my freezer, yeah. it was all M&M meat shop product. Why, though? Why? What, I, what was it about it? What's, is it a convenience thing? Is convenience, it, a, it was just so easy. Like really? the steaks, even though like I prefer my steaks a little bit more simple now, yeah. salt, pepper, these were the all grill, right? already seasoned, seasoned, and marinated, right? tossed out of my George Foreman grill. Oh, right? my, you were making steak on a George Foreman? The George yes. Foreman doesn't get nearly hot enough to make a steak. Yeah. steak. Listen. I've done steak on a Foreman. Oh yes. my God! Yeah. All y'all Listen. out there eating gray steak. <laughs> <laughs> you get that double side grill action with the timer, Come on. Bruh. Yeah. You know when the new George man back in the day when like the brand brand new George Foreman came out and there was like one Canadian tire that I found. That was like an hour and a half away from where I lived that I drove to just to buy it. I had them put it on hold. Right. Right. And I bought that George Foreman grill. I still but have yeah, mine in storage. M&M Jesus. meat shop, man. I used to go like nuts when they would have their sale on the um, the boneless, skinless chicken breast. Yeah. And I would go in and really? buy whatever the maximum oh, was. I think it was like four boxes. Skins. Have you had the potato skins? Had everything, man. And I was heavy they, in the M&M meat shop game. And now they have these teriyaki salmons that you put the pouch they're in right into the oven. They cook in the pouch <laughs> in the oven. Okay, hold on. No, no, no. There's no I remember. I cannot. I cannot. There was one time <laughs> so there was a huge sale at M&M meat shop, right? Yeah. And they're having a sale on the boxes of chicken. So I went in and I bought like the maximum amount that you could, which was four boxes. Yeah. And I get to the front and the lady is like looking at me like pretty suspect, right? And she then <laughs> says to me after I am about to pay, I get my credit card out. And she's like, were you here earlier? And I was like, no, I wasn't. And she said, are you sure? And I was like, absolutely positive. She's like, because you know there's a limit on these boxes of chicken, right? No. <laughs> she was I don't, Yeah, she you. was Come like, she was Come accusing me. 
of buying four boxes of chicken, going home, and then coming back for another four boxes. Change your shirt, also, if your you hair. Wanted yeah. to, if you wanted to, you could. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, really, the huh? Meat shop game. Yeah, that's bro. really, that's wild to me, man. Like, I, I had no, I had That's no, my freezer now, is chock-a-block with like, M&M boxes. Like, I remember growing up, like, we always had a box of M&M meat shop frozen hamburgers in the fridge. Yes. Right? And you'd drop them on the concrete floor, and then they would break apart. Yes. And then you Toss would just them throw, throw them on the yeah, toss them on the barbecue. No, I never had a George Foreman girl. Yeah. George Foreman girl, it didn't exist when I was uh, when I was younger. Um, but that's crazy that you were all like you were all M M&M and M all the time. Yeah, it's really wild to me. Really uh, wild. Megan never knew says that. here. Uh, I asked if Maury had a crush on Roz the other week. Sorry, not sorry. Now I need to know if Matthew has a crush on Roz. Well, there's only one way to find out. You don't have the answer. No, why you don't I? know. You guys I, don't talk about this stuff. I beg to differ, yeah, Maury. I bet you do. I I assume it's no. Oh come on! Why would you assume that? Well, because he only has eyes for me. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing goes both ways, though. Way more. You sure? Yeah, yeah. That's usually how it goes. I know you out here in the streets acting single every day. <laughs> for that beard that he's got. Yeah, exactly. Maury's like, God damn it! Please stop talking. Would this be a good time to bring up your uh, browser history, Mark? It's not the question. I know, I mean, but we, you know, we don't have access to Matthew all the time. Hello, you've reached the voicemail of Matthew. Oh, oh come on. Right. We'll try back in a sec. Uh, Ed says here, what tastes like childhood to you? Oh, great question. Oh, wow. Dunkaroos. <laughs> Dunkaroos. Seriously. What does that even oh. taste like? What the hell is a Dunkaroo? Isn't it? Dunkaroos. Um, are just the crackers. You crackers. Get. Yeah, like little like uh, little graham crackers or chocolate crackers. And they have like frosting, either chocolate or vanilla frosting. Oh. Yeah, I used to get them as snacks all the time. Okay, so uh, there's different things for me like that because I hadn't had them since I was a child, mm-hmm. right? Like years ago, we, we talked about this on the show one time, which is I grew up with like sandwiches and soups and all of that stuff like chunky and everything but my Mm. number one soup was always the campbell's tomato soup Mm -hmm. right that was my number that was my number one soup i love campbell's tomato soup i'd crush up crackers in it have a sandwich on the side like all this stuff and that was my youth and i still went on through life thinking that i loved campbell's tomato soup and then when I was into my 30s, I was starving one night. I went to a corner store and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to relive my youth. Yeah. And I picked up a can of Campbell's tomato soup. I brought it home. I cooked it the exact way that I always used to cook it. I put it in a bowl, sat at the table, took one taste of it, and I flushed it down the toilet. Oh. What did it taste like? Sugar. Yeah. All Only sweet. sugar. Oh, man. And Disappointing. I, I couldn't believe that this was my favorite thing. Uh-huh. Girl, I would eat this every single day, and then I hadn't had it for 25 years or whatever it was, and I went back to it, and I was like, I can't believe I ate that. Unless it's only sugar. they changed the no, ingredients? No. Right. No, no. They're it's the known same for thing. not changing. Yeah, it's huh. the same Andy thing. Andy Warhol used to have that every day. It's the same thing, and it was vile. Like, I couldn't believe that I, I used to love this. So oh. there's are things that, to me, where I was like, you know, this definitely tasted like childhood. Tuna sandwiches always taste like childhood oh, yeah. to me. That's a good one. Right? But, um, but I, uh, you know, did you ever get those packs of 
uh, it was a snack and it was a plastic container. And on one side, there was like four crackers and a red stick. And on the the other side was that cheese. That cheese to me. Every now and then, every now and then, like I will taste a cheese that sort of tastes like that cheese. And it immediately reminds me of childhood because that cheese was incredible. It was something special, that cheese. Um, Crush. Cream soda. Oh wow! Oh, good one. Reminds me good of one. my childhood. Yeah, good one. Good um, one. Tahiti treat reminds me of. Can you still buy childhood? that though? Yeah, you can you actually. Can? No yeah. Yeah. When's the last time you had one? Oh, forever. Yeah. For do you think that you would ever. like it now though, or is that or is that your is that your tomato soup? Do you think? I think I would like it now still. Yeah, yeah. you think so? Yeah. Okay. Do you guys remember um, at the corner store you can buy for like I don't know, like a quarter maybe? They had these like. Soft candy. It was like marshmallow. It was shaped like a peanut, but I think the flavor yeah. of it was yeah. like banana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yes, yeah. those things. That? Yeah. That's all sugar. <laughs> I know. That's all That's my sugar. Childhood right there. Also, I, I will say, I will say this: the one thing, and I'm still reminded of it because where I grew up, like when I grew up in the small town, there were things that you guys had in the city that I, that just didn't exist in my small town. Mm. And so I wasn't. I I was in grade seven before I ever had my first Jamaican patty. Oh, okay. Wow. And and so and the great thing is is that I only like the Jamaican patties that come from corner stores. Yes. <laughs> right. Those. And yeah. and every now and then when I go into a corner store and I walk by because sometimes the bank machine is right by the Jamaican patty oven. Just the smell to me oh, is takes my takes my youth. Right. It's yeah. that that is nineteen eighty six or eighty seven or whatever ever, it was. I remember you had said not that long ago or maybe yeah. it was forever ago. Yeah. That you were on the hunt for one of those little ovens. I'm getting one. Are you? I'm getting so one. you yeah. found one, yeah, the yeah, little yeah, oven that yeah. they have, like yes. at the convenience store yes. that they that they keep the the Jamaican patties that they, that warm, in, right? In. Or that they yeah. cook them in and keep them warm. Yes. In. Yeah. And you said you wanted one for the garage. Yeah. Yeah. I right? will. Get, I will get one. I just need the space first. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. I'm behind on things. Damn, more. Do you have a, yes. an answer for this? Absolutely. Chef Boyard, can of Chef Boyard ravioli. Oh. oh yeah. Okay. Hold on here. What was, the, what was the superior Chef Boyard? What, like... Beefaroni. Uh, beefaroni beefaroni or, or ravioli? If I had to choose, that's yeah. ravioli. It oh, is. For me, it was uh-huh. beefaroni. Yeah. Why did I you like, say ravioli then, just now? Because that's what my dad gave me, but I preferred oh. the beefaroni. 100% I'm with you, Maury. Beefaroni was the superior can Absolutely. to ravioli. Mm. And now, once in a while, my dad will... I'll, he'll open the cupboard, and I see them there. You do? Because he does the same thing to Daniel and Kyle that he did to me. If I'm, you know, if I'm going to be working late, you will open it. You just open a can. Oh, but I can't. God, there's so this many better parenting. things in cans now, I man. That's his like, like what they put in cans has really improved over the years. Beefaroni. <laughs> 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 Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, Laura, how are you? It's Ron Zamoka. I'm good. How are you? Good. Welcome to the podcast. What is your question? My question is, what was everyone's first job? <laughs> Let's start with you, Laura. What was your first job? I actually worked in the bakery section of a local grocery store. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great job. Mm-hmm. And how long were you doing that for? Probably like three or four years. I was only like 14 when okay. I started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roz, first job. Uh, I wrote a, I wrote about it in my book when I, when my brother and I got hired to kill rats at a flour mill. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of my first jobs, but my first job before that was, I was just like stocking shelves at a, one of the local variety stores. Yeah. Uh, and then I got asked to not come back because me and the girl who worked behind the counter would just lock the doors at like nine o'clock and go and sit, uh, where they rented the VHSs in that aisle. Cause you couldn't see through the windows and just smoke cigarettes mm. and kiss a little. Right. Yeah. And then that was it. Yeah, I mean. kiss, I kiss a lot, right? <laughs> um, but I was like super young, way too young to even like, well, I mean, not that you know, smoking, whatever. But I think I was like, 
I was probably like maybe 12, oh maybe 12. Oh my God. Right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. So it was not a good scene, yeah, but I would, no. you know, I would just put the, I would go in the fridge and just, and you just put the Coke in the, in the racks from yeah. behind. Right. And that was really, that was my job. And I did it like a couple hours a night because my old man said that I should go find summer work. Uh -huh. So I would just do that. I think I lasted like two weeks and then I just never, and then I got asked to not come back. Did you again. ever go back to the store just as like a customer? That was the only store. Oh, okay. So yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show, first job ever. Uh, I used to work um, at a photo, at a photography place where oh, we did. developed film and I took passport pictures for people. You did? Yeah. Which oh. was, which was interesting to say the least. Yeah. Oh, people, interesting. People, people don't always understand the uh, the uh, specifications for a passport picture. They think of it's like a, what? Like, don't smile. Don't smile. Yeah. They, they, they they treat it like a headshot, right? And they're mm. they're there with dolled glammed up and up. makeup, glammed up. You know, like you can't do that. And a lot of people yeah. angry, spitting at me. Also, we'll take your things. face off. Yeah, I said. Did you know this trick? When uh, when we had when we needed to get Roxy when she was very young like a baby baby, like less than a year old, we had to get her a passport mm -hmm. because my brother was getting married in Las Vegas and we brought her to this place and it's like, how the hell do you get a baby a passport, right? Totally. So like most people are like, you're hiding behind the baby, holding the baby up. We went to this place and the guy was like, okay, lay her down right there. And we were like, what? And he had the board on the ground. Yep, uh -huh. that's how and you lie oh. the baby down and you just over stand top. over top of the baby. That's exactly yeah. how we did so it. So you don't have to balance a baby. Right. Right? Yeah. Exactly. So we would put the baby on the ground, the yeah. whiteboard beneath them, yeah. and then you get the parent even behind you going, just to get the baby's I, attention. I yeah, was yeah, amazed. Yeah. I was like, this is yeah, ingenious. Yeah. I, I, would, I thought we had to balance a baby, yeah. right? Like on a stool. The head all flopping around because it weighs so much. Damon Mora, your first job. So my first job was the photo copy boy at holy blossom temple where all the teachers would come in and i would just photocopy their assignments that sounds like you did that for free no i got like five dollars a day but my first job job was working at famous players the movie theater oh wow. what and were you doing i there? had the best time i loved it yeah like i changed i was the guy that changed the marquee i had like i did all the movie posters and stuff like that it was super fun no not because there was tons of dudes I had my own uh, poster room where I made out with guys. <laughs> you're so yeah. full of yeah. it, dude. You're so you're full such of a it. Laura, uh, you've listened to this podcast so long enough to know when Maury's lying. You don't Maury believe has any of all this, these do you? Fantasies yeah. that he tries yeah, to no. like. See, Laura, don't believe that you, he bro. tries to uh, like pass just off as truth. Off as and I remember the one time I was making out with a guy that the Judge Dredd movie poster was off Shut, to the side. You never made yeah. out with anybody, Whatever. man. You yeah. never made out with anyone. We know that. Um, oh, no, man. I kind of believe more. No. I really no. Shem, no I way. My old boss still works at the movie theater now, Victor. You can ask Victor. Ask Victor what? Did Maury make out in his poster room? Yeah. Oh, what's Victor going to say? Yes. No. Give me Victor's number not. right now. Yeah. I don't have Victor's number. You said he st you said that no, but reach you just, out to you him. You have to drive down to the theater and ask oh, him. Oh, drive down to the theater and ask him. <laughs> I'm going to do that. <laughs> Right? Like, Ross is going to get in the truck. <laughs> also, does he still work at the movie theater? Yeah, he's still the manager downtown. Okay, hold on here. Hold on. Okay. More. Okay. Like I, 30 I'm, years later. I'm not going to. And, and Victor is going to remember. He's, yes. Okay. There's when was no the last way. time you talked to Victor? I saw him recently. He works down at the Scotiabank Theater. What does he do there? He's the, like, GM. That's like, isn't that a job that you transition out of at some point? Well, I guess he transitioned up? I guess, yeah, I guess. Who who's who who does that? Who takes like the job they had, like their first job and turns it into their career? That's really unique, I think. He's been there forever. Yeah. And how old is he? He has to be like 45, 46. So younger than you. 
No, the same age. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. I found his LinkedIn. Did you? Yeah. Victor Valet. Victor Valet. Are you sure he's not in PORNO? Are you sure he's working at a... Is it a legit theater he's working at? <laughs> Yo, Laura, this was so much fun. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a, a part of the podcast. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Mocha. Hey. hey. Love you lots, Laura. Have Love a good that. day. Thank you so much. Love you too. Bye. See ya. All right, we Call got a Matthew now. A couple more. Oh, I'm done with that, to be honest with you. I don't need to again? know if Matthew has a crush on me. Oh, right. I really have I feel no like desire. you want to know. Nah, I really don't. I really don't. It's um, not for me. Grace says here, floss before or after brushing your teeth? After. I do not floss, and I know I should. Mm-hmm. Anytime I go to the dentist and they floss my teeth, uh, yeah, oh, it's, man. It's a horror show. Blood everywhere. Uh, blood everywhere. Giant pieces of white. Yeah, I hate it. I absolutely Flying out it. of my mouth. Um, I will if, oh, God. So every now and then what happens is Catherine goes to the bathroom, and she has those little flosser things, you know, like mm, those little things, yeah. right? And then she'll just throw one at me, and it'll hit me somewhere, and then I take it and I put it on the coffee table beside me and eventually i might do a couple teeth with it if i feel like i got something stuck in there yeah but other than that i don't floss yeah sham you floss I definitely floss yeah um actually you have a nice smile so i bet you do floss. yeah i i i you know what i floss before really? because if there's if there's any stuff in it you want to brush it away and brush mm, it off right good call. i so always yeah. feel good call. like after because whatever you don't get when you brush you get with the floss mm. which is why when you go to the dentist they floss last Oh, yeah. oh, but but they also rinse out afterwards, though, right? Yeah, yeah, they also rinse you out yeah. afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't think about that. Do you floss, Maureen? Yeah, you do. Yeah, always just before my dental appointment. <laughs> okay, but not, <laughs> no, no, not but like normally. on the regular. No, not on the regular. No, 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 no. Oh, no. but like if I have popcorn stuck in there, I'll do it. You know, I, I can't eat popcorn anymore. Don't eat Why? it anymore. Don't eat it. Too much of a pain in the ass. Yeah. What do you mean? No, it it's never goes well for me. I like to. It gets stuck I, in your teeth? I like to have one little bit of popcorn in my mouth, and then after that, I it drives me crazy. I just get it stuck in my teeth, and it's it ruins everything. And then every now and then, one will slide down like like <laughs> parallel with my tooth and my gum, and go all the way down that way. Oh. Oh. And then it'll get infected, and then it hurts yeah. for a week. And I'm not, I'm not doing popcorn anymore. I'm off it. Really? Yeah, I'm done <laughs> with it. Uh, we'll end on this question from Mark for Roz. Mm. Would Roz rather one people never walk up an escalator, or two people never misuse a handicap button on a door? Mm. Oh, definitely never use the handicap button on a door. Mm. That happened to me again last week. Here, uh-huh. who yeah, was the uh, know, the person? Some, some guy uh-huh. drove me nuts. Hit the button. Like he, uh, he was he was walking in front of you. Uh, yes. Well, obviously, yeah. Okay. Yes. So he hit the button. Oh, uh, and the one door of the opened. doors is so slow. Okay. Like so slow. And then I, when we got to the second door, he hit the button, and then I reached again. I reached over his shoulder and I pulled it. Oh, and did he turn? No, nothing. <laughs> didn't say no, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I didn't pull him. <laughs> <laughs> I, and that's yeah. He hit the button. I reached between his legs and I just pulled it. <laughs> Is that what you heard, Maury? Yep. Like that's all you heard, right? Yep. You didn't hear anything else. Any other part of that no. story? I was no. Like, oh, just wow, yeah. So I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm down in the garage. That's not what I do. And I do a lot of stuff in that garage. I don't do that. Sounds <laughs> like the plot for a movie starring Vic Valet. Yeah. <laughs> Thank right? you for all of your. I almost, Wait, I we're just, not going to uh, call. I need to know. I, I don't care. Push. You ask him tonight. Then 
Well, I don't care. You do it on your no, time. Of course you I care. care. You're the only one that wants to do that. I don't want to do this. <sighs> I feel like I, we didn't get an answer. I don't want to have this conversation. That you, If you want to know the answer to that, then you can go and I'm ask your husband. I'm willing to bet if he says yes, you're going to be very proud. I, I don't care. I don't care. Maureen, to the, the idea that I would be proud if one more person had a crush on me is absurd. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for all of your comments. Uh, we do this every week, once a week. Ask Razamoka the podcast. Uh, so keep them coming in. Once a week, we will post on uh, Instagram, at kiss 925 the picture that reads Ask Roz and Mocha is where we get your questions from, and we'll have two of you join us on an episode as well. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.